0: All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are, as we always say week in and week out, praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is February 4th, 2021 and week 105 if you've been with us for a while welcome back to join the message of the storm and if you're new around here welcome to join the mr storm and program where we like to do weekly live stream bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter i see we already have a comment from my wife actually she says hello (laughs) hello how are you doing glad that you can tune in hopefully you can get something out of this message as well as anybody else Uh, we always appreciate the interaction the comments and all of the reactions that you guys give, we, we greatly appreciate it. We can't say that enough. But as you can see from the title, we'll be talking about perfect love, having perfect love towards God and towards everyone else. The main goal is for us to love each other. And we're going to be starting off in the book of 1 John in chapter 4. And we're going to be starting off at verse 18, but I would like to back it up a couple of verses to verse 7 and 8. It says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, he that loveth knoweth God he that loveth not knoweth not God for God is love so it's all about love you know Jesus talked about it all the time everything he did was out of love everything he said was just to try to get us to love each other he says love your neighbor as yourself even even take it a step further love your enemies which I know that is definitely hard to do but that is what is required of us so without any further ado I'm going to pass it over to minister Tony Banks so we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message I hope you guys get something out of it
1: Thank you melvin as always we like to start by saying a prayer if you guys are at a place where you can uh we definitely encourage you to bow your heads and join in with us heavenly father thank you for this blessed opportunity lord we thank you for everything that you have did for us over this past week lord how you blessed us to make it to another live stream lord we thank you for it because somebody didn't make it to this time lord somebody's suffering from so many things lord but Despite what it is that we're going through, Lord, you you blessed us to be here. So, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we're asking that uh, you would just touch this Bible study, that you would touch us, that you would touch the hearers, Lord, that you would cause us all to be doers of your word. Lord, we're asking that you would just uh, continue to be a light in the midst of so much darkness, Lord. Continue to help those in the time of need. Continue to help us. To help one another in this time of need, Lord, you heard uh, Melvin mention it earlier. Help us to love, Lord. Teach us that love that Christ had. Help us to have that mindset. So, Lord, we're asking that you would just continue to show your mighty hand in our lives, Lord Jesus. There's so many people going through sicknesses, heartache, Lord, whatever it is depression, uh, financial struggles, whatever it is going on in this world, Lord. We're asking that you will continue to be with us, Lord. Remind us that there is joy in the midst of every storm. So, Lord, we're praying these many blessings in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, tonight, Melvin brought it up. We're talking about perfect love. So, we'll dive straight into it. Uh, 1 John chapter 4, and let's pick it up at verse 18 there. There is no fear in love. There is no fear in love. You know, as we think about this. When you truly have a love. For someone that fear goes away. You know, if you have spouses. If you have spouses and they love one another. We talked about it uh, just yesterday. If if my wife were to bring me a meal, because we have that love for one another, I'm not going to sniff it out. <laughs> I'm not going to try to find, try to make sure to eye every inch of the plate to see if there's foul play involved. You know, if we love, you know, if when our parents have brought us food, you didn't <laughs> inspect it. You didn't expect it. To. Try to find out if your food was poison because you had that love for one another. You expected everything to be just right. We didn't worry about, well, did they heat it up enough? We didn't worry about, did they use some old food? We just automatically assumed that they did what it takes to take care of us. We, we automatically assumed that because of that love that's there so he said there is no fear in love when we love when we truly love we have a trust for one another you know when you have since we're on the topic of spouses when you have spouses and you truly love one another, you're not worried about one another uh, being unfaithful because there is a certain level of trust. That's love. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about perfect love, but if we could make it a little more simple, it's really trust because that's what comes along with the love is trust. Let's keep reading here, ma'am. But perfect love casted out fear. Perfect love casted out fear. That means there was once fear there. There was once a certain level of fear, but as the love continues to grow, it outweighs the fear. The fear is casted out. Perfect love. Now, we're not just talking about a small amount of love. We're talking about perfect love. You know, as I talk to one of my pastors, he says it often. Believing is not the same thing as trusting. So we may believe to a certain degree. But that belief is not enough to trust. You know, I've listened to some guys. (laughs) I've listened to some married guys before and they explained to me how they don't share a bank account with their wife now that tells me <laughs> that tells me they don't trust now this wasn't this was not people who have been together uh for a couple of months or you know maybe they just hadn't had time to do all of that and figured it quite. You know, hadn't figured it out quite yet. No, this this was people who've been together for ten, twenty years. That tells me there is a certain level of trust that's not there. There's a certain level. You know. Well, I better keep going. Let's keep reading him.
0: Because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect he, in love.
1: He that feareth is not made perfect. Love, So we're talking about having that perfect love, the love where we can trust. You know, that's the type of relationship uh, a baby develops with his mother, a love where the baby can trust. You know, if a baby's on the bed, and he crawls to the edge of the bed and so how somehow that parent allows the baby to fall off there's going to be some that baby's going to know I can't trust that anymore I can't go over the edge because if I do I'm going to get hurt the trust is gone you know sometimes when uh, if you're walking on a sidewalk and You don't recognize that the sidewalk ended where you stepped. You step out with all sorts of trust that you will soon be caught. But (laughs) if it's happened to you, you know, you come into the surprise of your life when you stumble and you may you perhaps may fall. But we trusted that we were going to be all right. We trusted that so that's what we're talking about with this perfect love we're talking about trust the Bible tells us in the book of Proverbs David he said trust in the Lord with all thine heart and then Jesus told us in Matthew 6 and I believe it's verse 21 he said where your treasure is that's where your heart is so What we're going to look at tonight, we're going to move to Mark 10 and 17. What we're going to find is what I brought up uh, a little while ago of how I use how spouses don't trust one another with money. And so... We're going to find it's not only going to be between the husband and wife where there's not a trust when it comes to money. We have that with God. That's what uh, John was talking to us about. He wanted us to have trust in God. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. So, We can trust our wife and that's good. We can trust our husband. That's good. We can trust our friend, whoever. That's fine. But what about trusting God? That's who we ought to have perfect love for. We ought to trust him more than we trust anyone else. Because he first loved us. So, we're going to go over to Mark 10 and let's start there at 17.
0: And when he was gone forth into the way there came one
1: running and kneeled to him. Now we're going to find a young man here. Now I don't know how old he was, but we're going to find a man here who believed in God. He believed in Christ. But he did not have that perfect love for him. Now, Jesus told us in Matthew chapter six, he said, where your treasure is. That's where your heart is. You know. Wherever we invest our money. That's where our heart truly lies. Where our money is. Because if something happens to our money, we're going to be devastated because that's where our heart is. So we're going to look at someone in Mark 10 and 17 and we're going to investigate to see if he had that perfect love for Christ. All right, Melvin.
0: Again, and when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master. What shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Now, this man
1: was curious. And this is what we all want to know. What should we all do that we can inherit? That means it's going to be passed down to us. We're inheriting eternal life. That's what we want. You know, I was listening to my dad the other day and he was telling me, we will all live for eternity but we won't all have life because someone is going to have death yet they're living but we better keep going that's a whole nother topic
0: and jesus said unto him why callest thou me good there is none good but one that is god there is none good but one that is god Uh uh-huh thou knowest the commandments do not commit adultery do not kill Do not steal do not bear false witness defraud not
1: honor thy father and mother now he begins to tell him the commandments jesus said you know these he said thou knowest the commandments jesus he knew all things glory to god he knew all things go ahead man and he answered and
0: said unto him master all these have i observed from my youth now In the Old
1: Testament, I believe God was talking to Joshua. He said, observe to do. Observe to do these commandments. Now, I don't find this man said he did these things. He said, yeah, I know that. You know, everybody knows what's right, but we won't do. So he said, I've observed these. I've known this stuff since I was a kid. You're not telling me anything new. Go ahead, man. Then Jesus,
0: beholding him,
1: loved him. He loved him. Now, he loved. The Bible tells us love not in word and tongue, but in deed and in truth. He loved this man. Uh huh.
0: Again, then Jesus, beholding him, loved him and said unto him, One thing thou
1: lackest. One thing that you have not did. Now, this is something we have to do, he says. One thing that you didn't do, Mm -hmm. go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, sell whatsoever you have. Now, this is this man's treasure. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Where our heart is, that's where our treasure is, where our treasure is. That's where our heart is. So now Jesus begins to deal with this man's treasure. And that's where we're going to find his heart. So we're going to see if he had this trust in Christ or did he fear the result. You know, when we fear something, we won't do it. Because the fear will prevent us from doing it. The fear, you know, sometimes. When people know there is a certain dog loose on a street and he's chased you before <laughs> when we know that that fear because we don't want to get bit rightfully so but that fear is going to cause us to not even bother going on that street we say I'm not going that way I'll find an alternative route it's that fear because we know what the animal can do to us if he catches us and that's smart thinking but fear will prohibit us it will prohibit us it will stop us so Jesus said one thing that you lack I want you to take what you have and sell it now this is the man's treasure this is what this man has worked his whole life for This is what he loved. So we will find out if he loved his possessions more or if he loved Christ more. Because if we love, Jesus said in another place, he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, you're willing to do whatever I say unto you. If we love Christ, we're willing. We're willing to overlook the fear when we love him. So Jesus says, sell whatsoever thou hast. Uh
0: And give to the poor, Mm -hmm. and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. He said,
1: (laughs) we're talking about the man's earthly treasure. But Jesus said, if you're willing to give up this earthly treasure, what will a man give in exchange for his soul? He said, "If if you're willing to overcome the fear of what will happen if I give this up if you're willing to trust in Christ He said, You can have treasure in heaven where neither doth moth nor rust corrupt. go ahead, man, and come take up the cross and follow me. He said, Follow me. Jesus said, I am the way' So, he's asking the man to not trust in his treasures on earth, but lay up for himself treasures in heaven. But it's going to take some trust. He's going to have to have perfect love for Christ to do this. He's going to have to have that perfect love because suddenly... A fear was going to come over him. A fear that says, What if? You know, that's what that's where most of our fear is. In the what if. Things we may have never seen happen, but we say, What if? What if it does happen? I mean, we'll come up with the most ridiculous things there is and say, What if? So, Jesus said, take up your cross and follow after me. We seen his disciples, the apostles, the twelve that he chose, they left all that they had. They left their treasures and they followed him. This man was not willing to do it. So. Let's keep reading here. And he was sad at that saying and went away grieved for he had great possessions. He was grieved because he did not trust. He didn't trust. He didn't trust. So he was sad and he walked away from Christ. That's what happens when we don't trust. He didn't have that perfect love. You know, there's, it's easy to see when we don't trust. You know, if you take a dog and this dog has never seen you before, if you approach the animal, he kind of backs up some, he's timid, he's really shy because the dog doesn't trust you. There's not that perfect love there. But if you take the owner of this animal, if they, if the dog sees the owner, that love is there. The dog will run to the owner. I mean, he if he's in a cage, he's jumping, doing flips, all sorts of things, because there is a level of love that's there. There's a trust the dog recognizes. But when it comes to God, we We're shy, we're afraid, fear takes over us because we have not developed that bond. We haven't developed that level of love, that level of trust. It's going to take something to get us there. You know, it takes trust to be built. I've heard it many times where people say, you know, it takes a long time for trust to be built, but it takes an instance, it takes a moment to completely shatter all of that trust that had been worked so hard for. One crucial mistake will destroy it. And then you're second guessing every hereafter. So It's that trust that Christ is looking for from us. He's looking to see if he can tell us some tough things, some things that may scare us. He's looking to see if this thing, even if it scares you, are you willing to follow me? We found that when Peter walked on water, it's a scary thing. To be standing on water. Holding on to nothing. And knowing. I don't know if Peter could swim. But even if he could swim. It's only so long. That you're going to be able to swim. After a while. You can't do it anymore. You get too tired. But so we find Peter. Peter. He said, Master, if it be you, he said, bid me come unto you. Let me come out there. And so he began to walk on water to Jesus. But as soon as he looked around at the waves, he felt the wind. He began to fear. He began to doubt. He began to wonder, how am I even doing this? doesn't make sense. So that fear caused him to sink. And Jesus asked him, he said, wherefore did thou doubt? Why did you doubt? Why did you allow the fear to overtake you? Any of us would have did the same thing in that moment. But once we grow to a level of trust In Christ, having that perfect love, once we get to that level, we can overcome those fears. So here we find someone run unto Jesus. He kneeled down to him, called him good master. He believed in him. If he didn't believe in him, he wouldn't have did what he did. He believed in him. He said, what must I do? To inherit eternal life. Jesus said, You know the law, you know the commandments. The man said, I've did that since I was young. I- I've observed this. I-, I know this. Jesus said, Go and sell what you have then. The man wasn't willing to do it. He didn't trust Jesus like that. He said, I might believe in you. But I'm not going that far. That's too far you asking for a little too much now. Let's keep reading, man. And Jesus looked round about and saith unto his disciples, How
0: hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? Jesus
1: said it's going to be hard. Because when we trust in those riches, in our treasure, that's where our heart is. We can't love him. Fully because our heart trusts the treasure he's going to break it down even more plainly let's read the next verse
0: and the disciples were astonished at his words mm-hmm. but Jesus answering again and saith unto them Children, children mm-hmm. how hard is it for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God now he tells us
1: plainly he told us What this man's problem was, he didn't trust in God, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. He didn't trust with all his heart in Christ. He trusted his riches more. So Jesus said it's going to be hard for those that trust in their treasure, trust in their money. You know, that's what we trust in. We trust in the money. We say, well, <laughs> money can get me out of jail. Whatever problem I whatever problem I face, I'll just throw money at it. But it doesn't work that way. Even though we think it's going to protect us. We think money can protect us from COVID. We think money can protect us from all things. We think money is the answer, but it's not. It's having that perfect love for Christ. That perfect love for God. Jesus said, if you love me, just keep my commandments. So he showed us this story to show us how if we don't have the love for him, that we should have there's some things he's going to ask us to do even though we say we believe in him even though we do because the man that came to him he believed he kneeled down he called him good master he respected Jesus and he believed in him he understood that Jesus had the words to eternal life he asked Jesus how could he inherit eternal life What did he need to do? But sadly, he didn't trust him. He only trusted him so far. This is a situation that we cannot afford to find ourselves in. Believing in Christ. Willing to do certain things for him. Willing to bow down and worship him. Willing to pray to him call on his name, saying God has been a good God, saying I thank God for Jesus, and yet not really willing to fully trust him the way that we trust in our family, the way that we trust in our money. It's a scary thing, but we don't have to be that way because we should be able to look around and think about Times where God has come through for us. The instances where we were not sure what God was going to do. But somehow, He lined people up to help us in a time of need. Somehow, He blessed us even when we were weak, even when we didn't feel like we had enough strength. Somehow, we still made it through that. Should that not increase our trust? You know, the things that Jesus took Peter and the rest of the apostles through, it increased their faith. They even told him in one place, Lord, increase, increase our faith, increase my faith. Because it's not where it needs to be. There's certain things I just can't trust you with. But. When it was all said and done, they learned to have trust. John, he learned to have trust. You know, they say uh, they tried everything possible with John to kill him, but it didn't work. So I understand that through all of that, he learned to trust God, to know If God desires me to still be here, I'll still be here despite whatever pains I have in my body, despite what doesn't go right for me. I'm still going to be here. He had that level of trust. I know he did. The Bible tells us that they found him. They exiled him to the Isle of Patmos where God began to deal with him even more because he had that level of trust. He trusted God. So that's the level that we have to get to. The level that God can tell us anything. And we're, we hear him. We're willing to follow him. Jesus said, follow me. So that's what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about having that love that perfect love, that trust in God. So I pray that we have that level of trust. Let's read down a little bit, man. It is easier for a camel to go through the
0: eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And they were astonished out of measure, saying among themselves, who then can
1: be saved? Now these... They were amazed because they said, man, who can be saved? Because everyone trusts in a lot of different things besides God. We trust in our financial situation besides God more than we trust God. But let's see what Peter had to say about that. And Jesus,
0: looking upon them, saith. With men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. Mm -hmm. Then Peter began to say unto him, Lo,
1: we have left all and have followed thee. Peter said we left everything. We, We did what it was that you asked this man to do. He wasn't willing, but we did it. He had that perfect love. He had that love for Christ. He was willing to forsake all. So. They were they were rewarded. Because they had that perfect love, they didn't have fear. They were able to overcome the fear, excuse me, they had fear. We all have fear. But we're able to overcome that fear. When we have the love, that perfect love. See, when Peter, when he denied Christ three times, the fear overtook him. And people love to point that story out. But what about after Christ had been resurrected? We don't find that same fear take him over again. We found Peter. He suffered for the name of Christ. He was whipped. He was thrown in prison. He was able to endure those things because of the love that he had for Jesus. So once we get to that perfect love, once we get to that level, then we're willing to go through anything for Christ because it's worth it. You know, it's scary when we first think about it. Anything new is scary. But over time, we recognize Peter had to go through those things in order for his love to be perfected. And we, too, have to go through some things for our love and our trust to be increased. So I thank God for you guys. And my hope is that we would all have this love for Christ. We would all have this perfect love, the love that overshadows fear, the love that's willing to go beyond the things we're afraid of, because that's true power. When we can overcome fear, that's power. So at this time, I'm going to turn it back over to Melvin. Alright,
0: go ahead. It's <laughs> always it's a, a a great message. It's always good hearing. Always good seeing what God is telling us every day. He is the Word, as as it is told in John chapter one, and then later on around verse fourteen, it says, "And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us." So it's all that's that's how God is speaking to us, speaking through His Word, through the mouth of the prophets. Um, as Tony was saying earlier in Proverbs chapter three around verse five, it does say trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. But how many times do we lean to our own understanding? (laughs) Just about all the time when we see we're in a certain situation and it seems like there is no way out. When we've read the stories about the Hebrew men, we read the story about Daniel about any miracle, Jesus healing, Jesus bringing back people from the dead. If he can do all that, then why don't we have the faith that he can get us out of debt or anything that may be troubling us or plaguing us. We always turn towards other things. These earthly situations that will only benefit us short term. Whereas God, God's help is eternal. So he means that when he says, Trust in him with all your heart, and we have to love him. And all of his commandments hang on to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. It's emphasis on that as well. In order for us to love God, we must love each other, because in one place he said, How can you say that you love God, whom you've never seen, but hateth your brother? Your sister, your mom, your cousin, anybody who you see every day. You can't. So we have to love each other as well as loving God because that's what we need, that perfect love. Because if we had that perfect love, we wouldn't have any of this craziness craziness that's going on today. Wouldn't be any stealing, wouldn't be any killing. We would all be as one, working together towards one common goal. We have to love each other have to trust each other we have to have that perfect love you know I just saw um I have a news app I just saw today one of the young ladies that I went to high school with Um she had a baby by somebody and they didn't really work out but you know you being a mom you would like for your child to spend some time with you and they may want to spend some time with their father even though it didn't work out with you guys so you let them spend some time over there and then he, with his wife, they found out that the baby was dead. And they had, uh, he uh, she had a lot of, what is it called, blunt force trauma to the head during the autopsy. And this happened about two and a half years ago. And today, that the wife actually got convicted of capital murder. And that can actually carry a death sentence. But she got out of that. but she now has to serve life in prison without the possibility of parole and the husband's case the trial has been postponed to a later date but if we had that perfect love none none of this would, would be happening for somebody to take away somebody else's life no matter what condition that the person is in we should have that love for each other we should do unto others what they would have done unto us We kind of have that backwards. We want to do to others what they do to us as payback. When we know God said that vengeance belongs to him. And I know that that can be hard in the moment to do that. But he doesn't put anything on us that we cannot bear. So he says, if we we love him, keep his commandments. (laughs) He says, if you get hit on one cheek, turn to the other cheek. And then we look at it like God I only had two cheeks now. I only got two cheeks. So when they hit me on one, I turn to the other one. When they hit me on that one. What am I gonna do now? <clears throat> Keep on turning. <laughs> because when we try to get revenge ourselves, that never really ends up good. So I see that we don't have any more comments. Um I thank you guys. I thank God for you guys that commented. Um Sydney, Tony, and I'm probably gonna mispronounce this name, but talk Toalia. <laughs> thank you for the comments thank you guys for tuning in and for our, our podcast listeners thank you guys for listening and we just really appreciate you guys we can't put it into words how much we thank you and appreciate you guys for tuning in weekend in and week out to hear with us as lord as i always like to mention we do have zoom bible studies every monday and wednesday 7 p.m central standard time And the link will be in the podcast description, so definitely check it out. We have a lot of great messages, and you have access to all of them. Like I said at the beginning of the live stream, we are on every major podcast platform, so definitely check those out. Um, again thank you guys and as I always like to say again rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies counted all joy, counted all joy, counted all joy. There is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm, no matter what your earthly situation looks like. Have that perfect love towards God, have that trust towards him, that he will be able to bring you out of whatever hole. That you're in so we'll see you guys next thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of god again thank you guys and we hope you guys have a blessed and safe weekend